What should the Charlotte Hornets do with the two first round draft picks? Rod Boone had some hot takes of the Charlotte Observer. We'll discuss that. We'll also talk about the most important questions for at least now GM Mitch Kupchak. He's scheduled to speak with media later today. So we'll ask the most important questions all today as well on the Locked On Hornets podcast. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> It's the Locked On Hornets podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every single day. Always appreciate you hopping on with us and making us your first listen. We'd like to thank today's sponsor of Locked On Hornets, Sakara Nutrition. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish. Go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter code locked on 20 for 20% off at checkout. I'm Walker Mail. I've covered Charlotte sports for a variety of different publications and that's doug branson the founder of the pod we were just joking once you get into the lockdown hornets podcast you then circulate the planet that is lockdown hornets and sometimes gravity will bring you back doug is back he's better than ever we're on youtube we're growing every single day we have youtube comments to get to that talk about Ooh, <laughs> that talk about some interesting things i thought about just ruining the tease but i'm not going to do that i almost did it but you have to join us in the third segment to hear some of the comments from YouTube because a lot of them are just crazy. A lot of them are mean. A lot of them are funny too, though. Like, so we're going to get to the funny ones. Um, and we're going to do that later on in today's show. Are you ready? Like we've got kind of a surprising content filled day on lockdown Hornets with Mitch mm-hmm. Kupchak about to speak. So we're going to get to a variety of questions there. I'm ready to do this one today. Yeah, and it starts with Rod Boone of the Charlotte Observer coming out with a little spicy Mm. hot sausage himself in this uh, column that he wrote. Um, The Hornets have two. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. Sounds good. Um, All right. Well, I was going to read the title, but then uh, even though I'm signed into Charlotte Observer, it's uh, trying to get me to sign up again, I guess. Uh, The Hornets have two first round picks and need to trade both of them. Here's why. So bold take by Rod Boone. He wants he's on the record. He's on the record, folks. Be right for the Charlotte Observer wants these two picks, number 13 and number 15 traded. He writes, if they're thinking big. If they're thinking big, that should change soon, a.k.a. not doing anything, not trading, not making any moves. The Hornets are in a unique position, and it's imperative they take full advantage. These kind of opportunities don't come along very often. I do want to read this uh, one of the last paragraphs here. You can go read the whole thing on the Charlotte Observer. DeAndre Ayton or Rudy Gobert could give them a huge boost, and it looks and it's looking like both of them may very well be on their way out of their respective cities, meaning they likely can be had for the right price. And as long as it's within reason, the Hornets should be one of the suitors at the front of the line. Dangle those two picks and use them as a starting point. Engage the Suns and or Jazz. Make it happen (laughs) the boon bomb if you will boony bomb boony spicy hot sausage um i like how it's just make it happen regardless of what it's going to take and you can use the two first round picks as a starting point but doug we've talked about this quite a bit this is 13 and 15 yeah multiple first round picks but 13 and 15 not gonna get it done on top, like you have to, if you're going to get Rudy Gobert or DeAndre Ayton, you start with the two first round picks. Then you include Miles Bridges, maybe yep. PJ Washington in addition, 
and then another first round pick. And then you start to probably get to some negotiating power, but they're going to laugh at you. If you really try to start the negotiation point at 13 and 15 for either of those guys, that mm-hmm. does absolutely nothing for Phoenix. It, it doesn't do anything for Utah either. It does allow them to get off a $40 million a year contract and start with two first round picks. They might want to rebuild Phoenix. I can't, they're not going to want to rebuild Utah might. So it would do more for the jazz, but they're still not going to trade Rudy Gobert for just 13 and 15. And then you have to consider, is it worth it to get rid of that? Another first round pick miles bridges which we both kind of feel like has to be included in any deal at least for deandre ayton so make it happen i i like this i like the spicy sausage i like all of that too spicy hot sausage yeah yeah i right like the temperature spice it's all very hot i just don't know how realistic this is going to be now you know deandre ayton i I certainly do want to inquire about him though you know my thing about Rudy Gobert it's a lot of money he's older DeAndre Ayton I'd be willing to give up a lot for you know that that's one you go all in what what's not to like for a 23 year old crazy skilled big guy that has touch there's a reason you know Luka Doncic should have been the number one overall pick duh right but DeAndre Ayton is still an awesome player he's still really good and I would I would give up a lot to go after DeAndre uh, so and I think all of that makes sense. I think there may be a, a few arguments that he hasn't really shown the level of production that would necessitate like a huge deal yet. You would really be betting on potential instead of betting on results that were already there. Uh, but really, the odds makers don't even have the Hornets in in contention for a possible DeAndre trade. And this was actually mentioned in Booney's article. It's our friends at Bet Online. They've got the odds on the next team that DeAndre. That should be their new jingle. That was great. Thanks. Cut that clip out. Send it to mm-hmm. them. I'm sure that that's going to up a contract between both of us. They've uh, the, got yeah. the odds. It's Perfect. Bet Online. Okay. Uh, no so good. if you're not watching, I will read these out. They They've got the Pistons as the leader in the clubhouse at plus 100, the Magic at plus 200, Spurs, Pacers, Blazers, Thunder, Rockets, Bulls, all behind them. No mention of the Hornets. Uh, Walker, any theories on why Bet Online doesn't believe the Hornets will be in contention for a DeAndre Ayton trade? Because the need is there. I think my my theory just starts with the teams that are listed having high draft picks all across the board. Mm. You know, the Magic have the all pick. So that's going to be enticing. And I think if you take Chet Holmgren for Phoenix to replace DeAndre Ayton, then you don't have to pay DeAndre all that money. You get a unique shot blocker that also has, you know, uh, not, I mean, can also switch on the perimeter. We know how good of a three-point shooter Chet was at Gonzaga. So that could be the thinking there with the Orlando Magic. San Antonio, they have a high draft pick too. All of these teams do. And then you get to Chicago, but Chicago has the ability to get rid of a star or two, you know, in, in a trade like Zach Levine, like a, a Nikola Vucevic, you know, or Vucevic, like, you know, you have, you have a couple of different, <laughs> what, which one it's Vuce, it's Vucevic, it's Vucevic, it's Vucevic yeah. but I, I like it, you throwing in there the little the alternative. If you want to yeah. say it, if you want to say Vucevic, go ahead. No, I'm going to go with the right one. I'm going to go with Nikola Vucevic. But yeah, you have a couple of different stars to deal and have the money kind of match up better um, in any kind of sign and trade with DeAndre. Those are my theories why Charlotte would fall out because they have 13. Miles, Miles as a sign and trade, I would think would have put them, I guess, within the top seven or so that we're looking at now. But I think those are some of the reasons why those teams are listed. 
Here's my theory, and I think this perfectly kind of gets us to these questions that will be on the minds of fans and media members as they prepare to ask questions to Mitch Kupchak today. I think that I think what you said makes makes sense, and I think it's part of it. But I think the reason the Hornets aren't on here is because Mitch Kupchak, as general manager, has not done has not done anything in terms of trades. Now draft picks, great, made a few little small trades, but there's no evidence that he can make the big deal. And this would be a big deal. We're talking about multiple picks, multiple players, and and a you know a, a star a star in the making in DeAndre Ayton, right? So. Uh, there's no evidence, and I think that's why the Hornets are out. And I think that should be the first question to Mitch Kupchak is, you know, is the big move coming? Yeah, like Mitch, the, the the thing about Mitch Kupchak that I want to ask him too, we'll get to some of these questions that are most important in the next segment, but one of the questions is you know, how much do you need to acquire talent through veterans now considering where you are at this stage? Because we know Mitch has he's outright told us that we need to have talent. Like, I, that's I'm not the, gonna... So yeah, the, the, that's the question he'll actually answer. My question, if I went there and said, Mitch, why won't you do something? He's not going to answer that. He'll answer your question. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's right. I need to, we need to run it through the translator to Mitch Kupchak mm-hmm. and then hopefully have him answer that. Let's get that's to some a different. More. That's a different machine. That's the opposite of a hot take. You need a, you need the hot take machine for this kind of programming. Uh, you need an Doug. opposite machine. You need a professional radio guy machine, a PRG, to... <laughs> Make the question happen. All right, to make the, so, to make the to make a question that Mitch Kupchak will actually answer. Uh, speaking of the hot take machine, Doug, I was watching First Take yesterday. I imagine you were mm-hmm. too, right? You know, Doggy was on it. I missed yesterday's, but I typically tune in. It was unbelievable. Even for them, they were in some type of rare form where we have clips of Stephen A. Smith on the hot take machine. You need to put Stephen A. Smith's takes to get it going. That's what it runs off, right? That is the gas, the fuel to the hot mm-hmm. take machine. Mm-hmm. Mad Dog would send that thing into overdrive, and you could go oh. to yesterday's show and just get any clip you want. You can go okay. to any point, two hours. You could go to 20 seconds in. You could go to an hour and 30 seconds in, whatever, and you could get some type of clip, use it as fuel, and the hot take machine would be up and running for us to just spit hot fire. Well, I'll tell you what, um, the, I can't even use the hot take machine today because it's out of fuel. So I guess okay. I got to ch- I got to take a trip to the gas station um, yeah. and, and put some doggy fuel in there. That's the nuclear plan I thought you needed to go to the radioactive, just getting one of those things. What do you think first on. take is? Well, <laughs> that's that's where it is, right? Yeah. You just need to go to where Homer Simpson works, get that green bar on the back that he walks out with, put that in the hot take machine, and then we're going to be up and running. All right. Coming up next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. We are going to ask the most important questions for Mitch Kupchak's media availability taking place this afternoon. It's not going to be taking place too much longer after this show is over and done with. So we might as well get everybody primed to uh, at least kind of express what we want to see from Mitch Kupchak later on. Not before, though, we talk about Truebill. It's the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions. You don't need, you don't want, or maybe you simply just forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple, though. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you you do not have to. Don't fall for those scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash NBA. Go right now. Truebill.com 
slash locked on NBA, it could save you thousands a year. And while you're doing that, maybe you're hungry, you know what to do at this point. Make sure you go into the box of built bars and just grab one of those energy bars to get you an energy boost. And that way you don't have to eat a ton of calories while also tasting basically what is better than a candy bar. Every one of those built bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They range around 130 to 150 calories. They're also high in protein. They're high in fiber. They're low in sugar. The flavors are great, whether they're a limited time flavor, kind of like the birthday cake. They also have brownie batter puffs. Yes, brownie batter puffs not only taste good because, duh, brownie batter is going to taste amazing, but they're healthy for you. That's right. They're healthy for you, too. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We ask the most important questions for Mitch Kupchak coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. Mitch Kupchak has outright told us that they probably got a little ahead of themselves with this playoff mandated season. In that interview that he had with Sam Farber, he's like, you know, we probably were a little too froggy at the beginning and we felt really good. Did he say froggy? Did he he really drop a froggy? I said froggy. I was all right. He didn't say that quote unquote. But I have to, I have to imagine he was feeling that in his soul. <laughs> I, was, I, would, I would be, I would be really surprised if Mitch Kupchak mm-hmm. threw in a froggy. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. All right, Walker, I know we have a lot to get to uh, left. I mean, I think we're going to have to, we might have to bump Mason Plumley for like the second straight show. He's becoming like our Matt Damon. Um, so get out of here, like, Mason Plumley. Get out of here. We're going to get, I swear, we're going to get to him because it's, uh, to me, it's actually a fascinating subject, Mason Plumley and his, his season with the Charlotte Hornets this year. <laughs> but I have, I have to put this tweet on the yeah. show. This is great. So, this, uh, for those that are listening, this is a tweet by Hornets Lead at Hornets Lead on Twitter. They said, PJ Washington held opponents to 42% shooting when he was the closest defender. This was the fifth lowest percentage of all players who defended 200 or more shots. This was quote tweeted by PJ Washington yeah. with just two simple words, clamp God. Uh, and you, I, 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 mm, mm, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, I love it. Please, please, all of it, more tweets. This is something PJ is embracing, Doug. I don't know if you've seen what he's been doing on Twitter well, within the last couple of weeks or so, but you speak about being froggy. PJ look, Washington is being froggy on the Twitter.com. So Brian Geisinger put out this compilation of videos where PJ was guarding stars, right? Pascal Siakam, Joel Embiid, Bam Adebayo, who was used in that picture. And there were a bunch of videos of him doing an excellent job of just staying with those guys. I quote tweeted that, okay, and talked about even the point guards being among that list of stars. Remember, guarding Kyrie Irving, guarding Kyle Lowry, just outright picking up one through five. You know, when players say, I can guard one through five and feel comfortable doing it, man, you see hard evidence. Yes, when, you know, guys are getting switched and in the pick and roll, and that's kind of a defensive scheme, right? But it's because you feel comfortable with PJ guarding everybody. Anyway, PJ Washington, he quote tweeted Brian Geisinger's tweet, you know, praising PJ for his defense. He mm-hmm. quote or he he retweeted it. He retweeted my tweet that said, yeah, I know I'm a part of the PJ fan club, but this is what he does, right? He is looking himself up on Twitter, has to be, because nobody tagged him, and 
finding some of these defensive praises for him. Yep. And now he's putting them out there. I, I love it, though, because he's embracing all of it, and it's exactly what we need him to do. That's exactly right. Why is this tweet important? Why is a tweet where P.J. Washington says clamp God important to the Charlotte Hornets next season? It's because they need more players to, pub. I think, publicly and privately oh, take pride in their defensive. Now, you have to do it to take pride in it. And he did it, and yeah. now he's now he's showing it. It's easy to retweet a SportsCenter top 10 dunk and say, yeah, look at me. Look at what I did. That's easy. But what PJ is doing here, he put in the work defensively, and and now he's showing out, and you have to love that. Anyway, let's let's talk about these questions for Mitch Kupchak. He's doing a press conference today, finally, and I, I'm ready to hear from him. Well, the interesting question and the number one question he has to be <laughs> asked is, are you still, are you still employed? <laughs> <laughs> are you the general? Are you, a, manager, are you a guest? Are you a guest of the Charlotte Hornet? What if he comes out? What if he just comes out and sits with the press? I'm like, I'm just. I'm just here for the show. What what if they open up his Zoom box and for all the media, it says, you know, Walker Vale locked on Hornets. It says, yeah, whatever. Will Kunkel, Queen City News. And then for his box, it says Mitch Kupchak advisor in the front office of the Charlotte Hornets. I, I want to see what does his title say? What's yeah. going to happen there? I don't even know. And I wonder if that's mm. why it's been so long since he's spoken for them to have to try to figure this out. I, I think we're not going to get any coaching news. That's going to be another important question that he's going to be asked. And then he's going to say, we're still in the process. That, that That's how it's going to play out later on. But when we ask him about his general manager position, whether he still holds it, I, I have to imagine there is an answer at least somewhere close on the horizon or else why would you be doing this media availability right now? But I, but I think a question worth asking is what are your priorities when you're looking for this head coach? Because it's a question that mm -hmm. he answered, uh, you know, before. It's, it's something he's talked about. Oh, there about. are ways to get around the obvious questions to see what he's true. We've talked he's about not, it a million times. Mitch, he's not going to talk about candidates. Forthright. He's not going to talk yeah. about names. I mean, he may, but it, it's unlikely that he talks about names or who they're, who they're leaning towards or anything like that. But I want to know. You know, what are they really prioritizing? Are they prioritizing defense? Are they prioritizing uh, somebody that's going to really turn LaMelo Ball into the superstar? We all are not turn, but, you know, help facilitate. <laughs> people get mad when I are you when indicating I, oh, that he's not yeah, now? Yeah, I know what no, no, what people get upset with is that if I attribute anyone else to LaMelo's success except for LaMelo, what I'm saying is it's it's it's, it's easier blasphemy. to become a superstar when you have a coach that is going to help facilitate that. It's more difficult when that coach is working against you. So are they going to look at a Dan Tony and say, wow, that seems like the perfect fit for LaMelo, or do they want somebody more on the defensive uh, mindset? Well, well, look, the way I want it kind of asked, and hopefully I have some kind of say in this, if I get called on and we'll just see exactly what takes place. But I want to ask, are you going to be making the picks in this upcoming NBA draft? Ooh. Are you going to be the head decision maker for this Ooh. free agency period? Ooh. And then if he starts to backpedal on that, because remember the other thing we're not kind of asking here, Doug, is, the coach might just have that power that actually might be taking place for the Mike D'Antoni to be making yep. those personnel decisions. Yep. And if Mike D'Antoni, I, I don't, he's going to have to lean a lot on the scouts. I don't know how much Mike D'Antoni has been going to the film room and watching tape of Johnny Davis this year. So hopefully that there's going to be a lot of leaning on the scouts, but that is going to be something within, you know, within maybe the responsibility of the new head coach, which has been reported, which has been something we've kind of talked about. Yeah, like, Mitch, are you going to be making this pick? Your contract reportedly ended 
at the end of four years. You've had four drafts now. Are you going to be making this selection going into next season? And I hope the answer is yes, because what, he's what's done that a fa- answer. Yeah. I think he's done a fantastic job with the draft so far. Um, I hope I hope he can trade these picks, but I I mean I think he's done if he does end up picking. You know, I think he's done a fantastic job in, in that. Hey, by the way, speaking of the draft, the Locked On NBA podcast will have live coverage of the NBA draft. So follow the Locked On NBA podcast on YouTube uh, to get some live coverage. We, we'll be on there. Uh, one or both of us are going to be on there when the Hornets, whether they trade, whether they make a pick, mm-hmm. we'll be on there to discuss what happens. And there are lots of questions for the draft. I mean, you have some in here, talent compared to need at this point in the process. I, th- I think that's I think it's a huge question because they have that glaring need at center. Do they try to address that in the draft or elsewhere? Um, so it'll go a an extremely different way if Mitch Kupchak doesn't give us a definitive answer on whether he's the GM or not. If, if that's yeah. one of the first questions answered and then he's like, he's not committal. He says, I don't know who's going to make this pick. All right, we're off here and we're driving in a different lane. But if he says, yes, you know, I, I'm going to be the next general manager, we might ask how the process plays out. But then we actually get to some of the decisions that have to be made by whoever's in power. You know, yeah. Once we get to the draft, some of the questions that I have, Doug, are you know talent compared to need at this point. He's always been very open about, I'm going to get the best player available because it's been a rebuilding process. But you've also seen him, seen him kind of transition to, well, now he can start to look more towards position need, but you know we still want to get as much talent as we can. Now center is it's shooting a flare telling you, please pay attention to me. And is that going to be in play at 13, at 15, trading those for a free agent? So I, I want to ask just his philosophy on how much talent is needed for this point in the process compared to what it has been in years past. I think it's a fantastic question. Um, you know, and obviously there are questions about the future for Miles Bridges. You know, is, yeah. is that the goal to bring him back? How about PJ Washington? You know, he's he's on the books, but contract extension, the player that we're not going to get to, Mason Plumley, they have a decision to make with his contract because it's only partially guaranteed if they um, if they keep him past, I believe it's June 21st. It's 10 days prior to the moratorium. So they have they have a decision to make there. You know, I mean, they've 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 got some smaller players that they have to make decisions on too. Cody Martin, Jalen McDaniels, a lot of player personnel decisions, Walker. Well, yeah. And I mean, Gordon Hayward, the, the, the questions you're not going to get an answer on is Gordon Hayward, too, because yeah. he is under contract for the next two years. He 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 might give you something on Miles. You know, hey, yo, it's our goal to bring him back. We want to do as much as possible to bring him back. But who knows in the NBA? You know, Pete, you might get something on PJ because he, he talked a little bit about the extension process with Miles last year. So that might happen with PJ. I can't imagine you're going to get much with Gordon Hayward. I think he'll say. You know, we're going to explore every opportunity to make this team better going forward. And that might be the speculation you need to say, yep, they're definitely going to move on from Gordon, whatever. But he's under contract for two years. I don't know how much you're going to get there. Um, You know, Cody Martin, Jalen McDaniels, also interesting pieces and not as important as some of the other guys we talked about, but still hold important positions on this roster. Last thing before we move on, Doug, I do want to, you know, I I do want to get what his thought process was on the development of the rookies in this past year's draft club because Mm -hmm. we saw some flashes from JT Thor thought I think we all like him as a project but there still wasn't yeah for sure for sure more Thor 
but we didn't get a lot of substantial playing time for him. We know everything that took place with James book night. Kai Jones didn't get any playing time really, because he was always viewed as a project. So did this year play out like you thought it would when you made those selections is something I'd also like to hear his opinion. on. It's the difficult part when you, you know, sort of take the macro view of last season is that you didn't get that development of young players and you got blown out of the play in. Like, it's a little easier to swallow, right, that you don't see Book Knight, that you don't see Kai Jones, that you don't see uh, JT Thor if the Hornets made the playoffs. Because when, you, when you're when you a team mm-hmm. that's trying to make the playoffs, yeah, you're going to lean on your veterans. Uh, my, my big question, and I don't think I would get a, a, a decent answer to this, but my question that I have for Mitch Kupchak is, how much pressure are you feeling to – field a playoff level roster jump ball game one that's what i want to know yeah, how much pressure years, are you feeling at this point a, a, after four drafts after you know i guess yeah the four free agency periods yeah i i think he, i think he might even answer that too you know and, in some kind of roundabout way and have you ever felt froggy how froggy are you feeling also is Something. winning 50 games as important to you as it is to me D- Doug I mean. Branson, not not me. Who is it, it, you, Doug Branson, the co-host of Locked On Hornets, is what you're. Well, asking. I won't be asking it. So if okay. you could, if you could ask <laughs> that and say yes, I would like you to ask it, saying, "Is winning 15 ga- 50 games as important to you as it is to Doug Branson of the Locked On Hornets podcast?" Yes, please. Yeah. And ask that. I, absolutely, no. I will. I will do that. It's it. The only thing that we have to hope for is that they call on me, and if they call on me, Doug. But maybe if they don't, then I can't ask it. That's the only thing that would hold me back in that situation. All well, right, you gotta. If you know, you gotta make sure. You know, this, we gotta go back all the way to grade school. Ooh, 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 mm-hmm. ooh, <laughs> me, me. Imagine, I, I would actively not pick on that person, whoever was doing that in the Zoom chat. And then that you was gotta get, if, if one arm doesn't work, then you throw both arms. Hey, hey, me. Do I go do I go the Taylor Swift route and hold up a sign in the window saying, please pick me and, and try to communicate <laughs> across the street? Please just stay right there. Mitch, pay attention. All right. Coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We're going to finish up some of our thoughts on maybe Mitch Kupchak, some of the questions, but also we have some YouTube comments to get to. So we're going to address some of those in the next segment. But of course, not before we talk about another sponsor for this Lockdown Hornets podcast. We really appreciate them. It's Sakara, who is also the title sponsor for us as well today. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. So Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Now is the time to seek wellness, joy, and an abundant areas of, of your life, starting with what you eat. With Sakara, you get uh, nutrient-dense meals, snacks, and supplements that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste or quality. True Radiance starts on your plate made with high-quality organic ingredients. Sakara's plant-rich, transformational nutrition programs are expertly designed to deliver real results from reduced bloat and eased digestion to clear skin and boosted energy and moods as well. Sakara has plant-rich ingredients helping boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings as well. You get your skin glowing, plus it's also delivered right to your door, ready to eat, so it's easy to do. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash lockdown20, or you can enter code lockdown20 at checkout. That's Sakara S A K A R A dot com slash locked on twenty to get twenty percent off your first order. 
sakara.com slash locked on 20 YouTube comments coming up next locked on Hornets podcast. This is locked on Hornets. We need Mitch Kupchak to throw a party like Sam Presti. Can he party like Presti? And Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yeah, but who are you going to get to perform? Because remember, Nas, they got Nas. I, they did get Nas. Man, who is Mitch Kupchak getting to that Nelly. party to perform? Can we get Nelly? No. Can Master we get, P. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> it's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Perhaps something that is also really important we didn't address in the second segment for Mitch Kupchak. How much did he support the decision to fire Joe? It was reported that Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan was the guy that was most behind that. And at the end of the day, MJ gets 100% of the say if he wants it because he's the owner. And it was reported that he was kind of behind that more so because of lack of accountability, maybe for off the court stuff. Maybe it was for, you know, something that was, I mean, James Brago, had kind of a short leash for on the court stuff. So I don't know if that was taking place, but I want to hear what Mitch Kupchak has to say about the firing of James Borrego, because Doug, I'm not so sure he would have done it had the 100% of the say been up to him. Uh, I would mostly agree with that. I, I don't know that I'm a hundred percent on that, but I I'm yeah. definitely more than 50, 50 on that. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I I don't mean, think right? that, like, that, I, that's I, not some declaration for me. I that's it's legitimately a question. Like I would yeah, like I to don't, ask, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that Kupchak and Borrego had a bad relationship. But I, mm-hmm. I said this many times last season. You could definitely sense some uh passive aggressiveness, some frustration from Borrego when he talked about his roster. Mm-hmm. When he talked about having to do with with the ingredients he had been given, you know. So uh, I definitely sense that. All I'll say to the listeners and the viewers out there is you better tune in tomorrow because we're going to have plenty of clips, all the answers from the Mitch Kupchak right. conference. We'll be commenting on them, analyzing them, trying to read, read between the lines, pick it apart, that kind of thing. It'll be interesting to hear from Mitch Kupchak later on today because there's a lot to ask him given some of the changes and some of the changes that are going to have to take place in the future. All right, let's get to some of the YouTube. I like this one. It's maybe the only one we're going to get to. I, well, I, I hold wanna... on, hold on. Bef- okay, before, we get, before we get there, I just have to say that on the last video that we put up yesterday's show, one, it, it set a record. 155 comments. <laughs> you guys are doing, you, you people are doing work. Oh, man. Well, and a lot of them were replies. Somebody would come in. I think Mm -hmm. that's what has to happen, too. There has to be maybe all the comments are usually hot takes. You have to come in with a hot take comment, and then you see the replies come in after that. And that was the success, and that was the formula to getting to 150. Plus, we're getting some bots now, so a lot more these days. Um, That's also contributing. Either way, yeah, we have a couple to talk about. And here's the first one. So here's David's comment on YouTube. Uh Hey, Doug, what you think of Ball, Booknight, Miles, Mm -hmm. Montrez, Mm -hmm. Aiton, Mm -hmm. Backups, Mm -hmm. Martin, Mm -hmm. PJ, McDaniel, Mm -hmm. Kai Jones, Mm -hmm. Mark Williams, Mm -hmm. Thor, Mm -hmm. period, in between every single one of those names. He wants to know what you think of every single one of those players and or factors. No problem. I will answer it. And like Michael Jordan, I'll do it. I will answer these takes blindfolded 
Sweet. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Just I'm like so ready. just like our our fearless owner did on the free throw shot. I'll do this blindfolded. Look at you. That eyes Fender closed. hat is over the eyes of Doug Branson. For those listening and not watching, please spit out all of those takes on each one. Well, of hit me, points. hit me one at a time. Ball. Superstar. If he really wants it, please don't go. Time for him to be number one. Dan Tony. James Booknight. New coach. New chance. Love the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't love the defense. Okay. All right. How about Miles Bridges? He's got a Jimmy Butler game. Whoa. Whoa. That's huge. Does he have a Jimmy Butler heart? That's the question. That is so the question. What about Montrez? Never happy. Mm. Gr- grass is always greener. Sometimes journeymen are journeymen for a reason. Okay. What about, <laughs> what about Next DeAndre, one. DeAndre Ayton? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Aiden? More yeah. like Charlotte's been waiting on a center like him. Next. I got to let that one simmer for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what about the backups, Doug? Key to 50 wins. Next. Cody Martin. Bench wrench material. Next. PJ Washington. Quiet X factor. But hey, take the three quarters court shot already with time expiring. Come on, next. He's not quiet on Twitter. What about Jalen McDaniels? Bench Swiss Army Knife material next. <laughs> Kai Jones. G League hero. Yep. Worth more in a trade? More players should color their hair. Next. Mark Williams. 80s all-star name, right? <laughs> like, like Mark Williams is an all-star in 1983. Mm-hmm. I don't know about I don't know about 2022 or 2023, but definitely 1983, Mark Williams is an all-star. High floor, safe pick. No one gets mad, but does anyone get hyped? Next. I do. We'll talk about it later. What about JT Thor to finish this off? You, you, you are, if you've been listening, if you've been watching for a long time, you already know what it is. I'm going to back up the mic because it's about to get loud. That's all. And that'll be it for us, too. We're going to end on that. Thanks for joining Ooh. us on the Locked On Hornets podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, from the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals. Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight Sweating. and analysis affecting all 30 teams. We'll get, get to some YouTube comments. Go ahead. You wanted to say something real quickly? I was just saying I'm sweating. I need a need a drink. <laughs> you do. You deserve a cigarette, one. maybe. Excellent job. Hat over the eyes. You weren't looking at any script. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. I was looking at what you should be saying Thank at you. that time. You did an excellent job. People need to know that. We will also be doing our best to cover what Mitch Kupchak has to say today. We'll be covering that tomorrow on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. So make sure you make us your first listen once again to get all of that insight. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with you tomorrow. <laughs>